0: chapter fourteen of a christmas honeymoon by francis a mar matthews this librivox recording is in the public domain peter and the little marquis make a secret also the marquis beholds the carte de visite then mr van Zant sprang to the child and the two man and boy stood together on the sill of the dividing door come back cried the man his firm hold upon the small arm but monsieur i promised grandmamma not to visit any stranger i will write and explain to your grandmother sir she is stopping in there is she not he indicated betty's side of the old house yes monsieur of course but you are looking for happiness little boy are you not yes monsieur to give to grandmamma come back Maybe you can help me to find it, and then I will give some of it to you. You will, monsieur? I will upon my soul. Then I will come. The three pussies had already returned to their warm corners as Van Zandt, taking the army cap from his little guest, led him back into the library through the haze of the curling smoke. He glanced down as he laid the cap on the table. He saw his own initials inside, dimmed but still legible he looked at the goliath boots and recognized these too as his own he stared at the child now sir will you tell me how you came through there he looked over at the arch it will help us monsieur le marquis in our search for happiness monsieur i play in the garret it is there i find the boots and the cap i find the keys on a peg as old bull plays with the string yes Van Zandt assented eagerly. He remembered hanging them there very distinctly. Brigitte, monsieur, it was Brigitte who is very excellent and true. Tell to me that this large key was the one for this door, you see. She showed to me the door behind the portieres, and we make a plan to unlock the door. I to do it, because Brigitte, when I demand what is on the other side, she says she think happiness is. So I unlock, I come in i find monsieur van zandt was in the midst of a riddle the walnut not built and brigitte who was she to be sure bridget of course but why should or how could bridget supple presume to pshaw the little boy visiting betty with his grandmother doubtless old friends of hers in france was a charming little romantist he had heard he believed somewhere of just such fanciful children but the open arch the little boy meantime had been looking around speculating according to his years as to whence happiness might come or in which article of furniture it might now be hidden then presently he caught sight of the cart de visit in the crimson velvet passepartout and he cried out softly oh monsieur monsieur where then did you get this the little boy fetched a big sigh and knelt down by the table his two arms trying to fold themselves on top of the frame his large eyes fixed on the tiny picture well sir van Zant replied i'm afraid i stole it he was unadept at dealing with a child and mostly intent upon arranging mentally how to fetch his guest to speaking of betty monsieur the little boy felt this to be untrue but before he could add anything to his exclamation of reproach the man went on with why because monsieur this he put a reverent little forefinger on the picture is madame my grandmamma. are you not mistaken sir the child shook his head i have the same on my candlestand monsieur by my bed but sir the name of this lady is not the same as yours see it is written on the card he took the picture from its frame and held it up monsieur i cannot read the writing it says betty van Zandt. the man read yes monsieur little peter nodded slowly exactly my mamma was so and my papa was de la cureau. also my mamma too he explained to the best of his limited ability peter van zant stared on there were tense thoughts racking his brain betty married to another how impossible presently his breath came hard as he spoke your grandmama sir would you tell me her name yes monsieur grandmama's name is betty van zant then the man's whole body shook and his hands trembled and his lips and his arms ached And his soul was scathed and he lifted the little boy up and stood him on the table not letting him outside his hold and he asked what is the name do you know of that grandfather of yours who would not like to have you and your grandmama go to grace church his name monsieur i know well is like mine peter we say pierre van zandt i have the middle name and the arms of the man enfolded the little boy very tenderly very carefully very wholly and he pressed his cheek to the little boy's cheek as he said we will we must find happiness for your grandmama sir but i will tell you where it is where monsieur where peter pointed to the other side of the curtains it is over yonder sir in your grandmama's part of the house but no monsieur no i am sure because if it were grandmamma would not sit always i have seen it with her looks this way then for peter van Zant, the roof was lifted and he felt upon his head zephyrs from heaven then he laughed and lifted the little boy from the table and said pierre yes monsieur you know christmas is coming only three days off now yes monsieur that is so he was stroking paganini's ears paganini sat by his own selection on top of the old violin case and both your grandmamma and i agree you say that it is a sad time of year the little boy nodded as he cuddled his pussy cat but suppose we make it joyful you and i suppose we believe that happiness will be found by doing that suppose we make a secret just you and i about christmas shall we will you yes monsieur i will anything for the happiness for grandmamma he drew nearer to peter how shall we make this secret monsieur for a moment van zant did not reply he was as yet a bit in the midst but things were making themselves plain to him he found himself facing the singular proposition of that radiant rose of a woman he had watched in Washington Parade Ground as the grandmother of a little boy of seven. It was not easy to adjust it all at once, so little Peter had to wait. There were a hundred questions Van Zant would have liked to ask this little boy. It was also a dilemma for him whether to disclose his own identity to the child or not. But Peter, for all his ardour of thirst for Betty, was level headed. Whereas his impulse was to pick up the small boy and rush with him straight over to the other side of the house and there await her homecoming, he at once saw that this could not be. That in fact, after all, there must be, he would rather have it so, a second wooing of his wife. So for these reasons little Peter had to wait. At last Van Zant said pierre what do you say to a christmas tree in your grandmother's drawing-room a surprise you know you must not tell yes monsieur a christmas tree oh that will be beautiful i will go shopping and get all sorts of things that i think your grandmamma would like eh yes monsieur the child's eyes widened the magnitude of all this robbed him of any lengthy speech it can be done without letting your grandmamma know can it not this brought little peter to his language ah monsieur i don't know it is for me always to tell grandmamma everything and-you see now i must go home he became suddenly terrified with his own position pierre look at me yes monsieur i look i promise you to make it all right with madame your grandmamma on the word of a gentleman how is that monsieur the gallant little boy's intonation was perfect but it was painfully evident that he had reservations Zant felt this he said well sir what is the trouble won't you tell me monsieur the little boy answered deprecatingly seeming to sink farther into his huge boots if you please i do not know who you are the name of you monsieur van zant felt the thrust acknowledged its justice he had wanted to hold his name but could he now impossible my name monsieur le marquis is peter van the little boy gave a sigh of relief monsieur then it is the same name as my grandpapa one of them the same the grandpapa for which we pray grandmama and i every night on our knees do you the man's features quivered but yes monsieur and grandmama also cries a little very often at this prayer i don't love that grandpapa his red lips tightened don't you well never mind about him just now tomorrow morning i will meet you when you go to Signor pratis and we will plan the rest monsieur is it this that will make the secret yes the secret is the christmas tree remember yes monsieur i salute you monsieur i go the little boy once more collected his pussycats and through the smoky atmosphere the army boots much impeding the army cap over his ears peter watched him pass back whence he came heard the knob turn heard the cats mew presently heard the crickets sing Then he took up the cart to visit and pressed it to his heart. Then he crossed over and was glad to find that the little boy had forgotten to turn or to fetch off the key. End of chapter 14